Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing with episode number 81 of the Today's the Electrical Economy podcast series sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. Champion began producing epoxy fiberglass condo and fittings in 1988 and in 1990 developed the first condo from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This meant the most stringent codes and specifications. In today's podcast, we're going to take a look at several local markets to watch in 2024 and check out some weekly economic indicators that give you a sense of where the U.S. economy and the electrical market will be headed in the coming weeks and months. These five weekly indicators are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberless for once again sponsoring today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2023. For the week ending September 30th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial unemployment claims was 207,000. That is an increase of 2,000 from the previous week's revised level. The four-week moving average for unemployment claims was 208,750, and that is a decrease of 2,500 from the previous week's revised average. The unemployment rate stayed steady in September at 3.8%. These five states had decreases in unemployment claims for at least 400 employees for the week ending September the 30th. These states are Ohio, which was down 1,629, Alabama down 902, Missouri down 617, Illinois down 492, and Colorado down 433. The latest data didn't reveal a whole lot of states with large increases in their unemployment claims. These five states had the biggest increases for the weekend, September 30th. California was the only state that had to increase some claims of over 1,000. It checked in with unemployment claims at 1,650 increase. Michigan was up 374 claims. Texas was up 357 claims. Indiana up 324 claims. And Virginia up 318 claims. One of the more interesting leading economic indicators for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR. It publishes this data weekly at www.aar.org. For the first time in a while, U.S. weekly rail traffic was up. The number came in at 500,154 carloads and use, and that's up 2.8% compared with the same week last year. That figure is up roughly 7% from the 2023 average and is the first time total rail traffic topped 500,000 carloads and intermodal units since December 10th of last year. As you can see in the chart, that 500,000 figure is pretty healthy and the freight rail traffic hasn't spent much time significantly over that mark over the past two years. Nine of the 10 carload commodity groups posted increases compared with the same week in 2022. They included metallic ores and metals up 2,681, chemicals up 2,151, and motor vehicles and parts up 1,403. If you track the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes rig count. It tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. This data is available by state, by basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. This slide gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It gives you a good sense of just how many of these large oil players are in Texas and Oklahoma and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. The total U.S. rig count is down four rigs to 619 rigs for the week ending October the 6th, and it's down 143 rigs for the year, and that is an 18.8% loss. 
In the most recent data, Texas lost seven rigs overall and is down 63 rigs this year. That's a 17.5% drop. When you look at the data by basin, it's not too much change other than the Permian Basin losing three rigs over the past week's figure. In total, the Permian Basin, which is the nation's largest, is down 36 rigs this year, just down to 309 rigs, and that is a 10.4% decline year over year. On October the 6th, the price for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate Oil was $82.79. It's still comfortably over the $77.48 average barrel for 2023, but it's down a ways from the $90 plus per barrel it had seen for much of this past September. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper. It's the leading economic indicator for future activity since it's used in so many different industries. The construction industry is among the leading markets for copper because of its widespread use in wiring cable and copper plumbing pipe. Copper prices dropped to $3.64 per pound on the COMEX on October the 6th. Over the past 10 days or so, it has dipped below $3.70 per pound, and year-to-date, they are still averaging about $3.90 per pound. I thought you might like to take a look at several electrical wholesalings picked for the local markets to watch in 2024. It's our cover story for the September-October issue, which looks at the 10 markets that are growing super fast, very often double the growth rate of their state and the national average when you look at economic indicators like electrical contractor and industrial employment and population growth. Many of the markets in this month's issue are seeing billion-dollar construction projects feeding some of their growth. The image on the slide shows a rending of the Nashville Yards project in the city's downtown. I was just in Nashville a few weeks ago for the IDEA e-business meeting, and the number of claims they're working on this project, as well as some several large campus projects for Vanderbilt University, was certainly very impressive. We picked Dallas as our fastest growing market to watch in 2024. It's a huge electrical market, and we estimate its electrical sales potential will hit $4.2 billion next year. While its single-family and the multifamily building permit numbers are down from last year, the sheer number of them are huge. Single-family permits, around 24,000, and that is through the July numbers. Multifamily, 14,374. Those are massive numbers when you compare it to almost any other market in the United States. You can also see there's been some pretty big population growth as well. For over the past five years, the Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, Texas metropolitan statistical area has added over 605 new, re new residents that they're moving into the area over the past year at a rate of about 467 per day. The rate of change for the population over the past five years, and that is the most recent date available through 2022, the population up 8.3%. Austin was our pick for the fastest growing market to watch in 2022. And last year our pick was Houston. It just shows you how astronomically fast Texas is growing, and we easily could have put Houston in our top 10 again this year, but there was Austin did stand out because of some of its growth and its population, which was actually even a bit more than Houston, I believe. You look at the numbers for the Austin market, total electrical sales estimate, about $1.3 billion uh, of total estimated change year over year, about 4.3. Electrical contractor market, we're estimating at about $851 million. Industrial market potential, about $194 million. Uh, building permits, like many markets, the uh, building permits are down pretty pretty significantly, but they still are very strong if you look at the compare the numbers. Single-family permits through July, 9,200. Multifamily, about 10,500. It's another one of those fast-growing Texas markets, indeed one of the fast-growing Sunbelt markets. When you look at the amount of people moving in, uh, it's new residents per day rate, about 173 people moving into the, the metro of Austin every day. Over the past five years, it's added 305,000 people. 
and that, that's good for you. A population rate of 14.4% increase. Phoenix always amazes me with the amount of growth the area is seeing. In, it wasn't, there was a time when most of the growth you would see was residential construction, commercial construction, retail, anything related to new folks moving into the area. In more recent years, we've seen some industrial construction that, that's actually really contributing to a more robust and diversified economy. We've seen some big chip plants in the area that are being built. You've got the Lucid, one of the large electrical vehicle manufacturers, building a plant. There's a battery plant uh, actually between uh, Phoenix and Tucson. Just a lot of other different types of growth. Uh, as a market size, it's about a $2.5 billion market. It's up, and we expect over year over year uh, through the June numbers, about 3.8% about as a contractor market, it's worth about 1.6 billion. Industrial market worth about through, uh, 39, excuse me, 395 million. Uh, again, building permits, like like most places, it, it, it so it's seen some a decrease in single family permits, actually down 33%. But look at the numbers through through July, 13,000 and 300 single family permits that multifamily permits are actually up and they're up over the 10,000 figure up 8% through July. Population is is for many, many years has been the thing that really makes Phoenix stand out. Net migration per day, almost 200 people moving into the air today. And that was through uh, last year of the since uh, 2017 to 2022, they had at least 254,000 people moving into the area. And you're looking at it, that's good for a 5.4% rate of change. And that wraps up our podcast for today. A special thanks to the folks from Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series in 2023. Uh, as you mentioned, we just pulled out three of the markets that were growing fast. As I mentioned, we have the uh, top 10 markets, and our estimation is in this month's issue of Electrical Wholesaling. And if you need to see the, the similar market data for more than 300 different metropolitan statistical areas, that is available on electricalmarketing.com That's as part of a $99 annual subscription. So uh, check with me if you have any questions on that or if you would like to subscribe to Electrical Marketing to get to that data. Please give me a shout if you have any questions on any of the data that we present, or if you have some other ideas for some data that you would like us to report on in these podcasts. Our next presentation will be on October the 23rd, so we'll be talking with you again in two weeks. Until then, be healthy, be happy, and I look forward to talking with you then.